This is a HeadGum Podcast. Before we start today's episode, we'd like to talk to you guys about a great sponsor we have for the show called Magic Spoon. Man, we're both huge fans, aren't we, Stinger? We are. We're, we're true fans. Uh, we stand Magic Spoon. We stand Magic Spoon. And I'll tell you why. Um, it's for a lot of reasons. But one that's come up before is that Aaron and I... We're, uh, we're wild hogs for junk when we were, and, uh, I don't think we said those exact words, but, uh, but around that, yes. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, my mom would have to, uh, my mom was the breaks when it came to, uh, garbage food in the house. And so very limited on the, uh, cereal options. And so I always felt, uh, a little left out. I felt short sighted. Um, mm-hmm. I felt slighted. I didn't feel like I could get the, um, you know, the wild, crazy kid cereals. And guess what? I'm a grown man now. Aaron, you're a grown woman. Yep. We can get whatever we want, but we don't want the junk. We don't want yeah, it now. Yeah, we tried to get rid of the junk from our lives so that we could be the smoking hot individuals that we are. And when we found out, when I found out that I could add in a cereal back into my life, what a day for me. Yeah, Whatever, day of rejoicing that would be. Yeah, the reason we can add cereal back in is because Magic Spoon now exists, and with Magic Spoon you get zero grams of sugar, thirteen to fourteen grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Okay, you guys, only a hundred and forty calories in each serving, and it's keto friendly, gluten free. Hear me, grain free, soy free, and low carb. That's what we're looking for when it comes to food, cereal, snacks, you name it. And we mentioned that uh, that cereal we missed out on in kids. Well, we're getting, we're get, we're scratching that itch with Magic Spoon because the flavors you can get with Magic Spoon. Let me tell you, we have custom bundles available. You can build your very own box of different flavors. We've got cocoa. We've got fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon cookies and cream, and maple waffle. You guys, you can mix and match, become a little chef, have a little fun with it. Stinger, I know you got a fun combo over there. I do. I mean, I so I started like everybody with the cocoa and peanut butter, right? You're making yourself a peanut yep. butter cup. But I went into uh, cinnamon and blueberry to uh, to give myself a uh, a crumble feel like a yeah yeah like some kind of like breakfast cake crumble feel and let me tell you it delivers okay you guys so we need you to go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save five dollars off your order and magic spoon is so confident in their product it's backed with a hundred percent happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked remember get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Let's start the show. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and newly certified nutrition coach. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and newly certified certified french fry 
<laughs> and you have found us, The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration. Motivation. And sometimes information. You're not going to do a little joke? Uh, okay. <laughs> That's right. You usually do your little joke, and I was ready. What joke hey, did you dumbbells, want? Let's get dumb. I don't know. It's just fun to hear what I felt, kind of crazy I felt, shit comes out of your mouth. I felt in my head for certified, and because that wasn't intentional, and I just kind of had to <laughs> roll with it. I, you know what? Here's a little peek behind the curtain, and uh, you know, and a little look into my brain damage. I didn't even have. I wasn't even sure what I was going to say, and so I was just laying down track. But my train was moving too fast. Sure. I mean, I I thought certified was, of all the wacky things you could have said, it was perfectly wacky. Yeah. A little bit of chicken fried. That, like, reminded me of that. A little bit of whatever you said. A little bit of... I already forgot. A little bit of Monica in my life. (laughs) You like that song? (laughs) I actually love to do step to that song. Mamba number five, Mambo number yes. five. Okay, yeah. let's introduce our guest. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll, let's keep doing this. This is bad. Uh, our guest, super talented, funny guy, writer of all things that you can write, comedian, actor, podcaster, great at everything. Cody Ziegler, Zig, welcome oh, to yo, the Dumbbells. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the glowing intro. I'll always love always love that. And thanks for having me. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and both of you. Uh, and I'm definitely stoked to be here and like talk about it. But mainly I'm just going to probe you guys for questions uh, so I can gas up my own routine that I've been working on. Hell That's, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, yes. We're happy to steer you in the wrong direction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we really are. We will steer confidently in the wrong yeah. direction. We've got a good thing going. We'll fuck that up. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome. Thank you for being here. You have a great voice. Oh, thank you. For like podcasts. You know, I don't say that very often because let's be real. Not everyone has it. (laughs) Please praise me more. Thank you. You know, I got to give a give a shout out. I begrudgingly took audio classes when I was I took one audio class in like undergrad and somehow that that the little dominoes fell into me getting into podcasting and TV writing. So I guess I am glad that I took the I took that one Adobe audition class fucking 10 years ago. It worked. God bless. Good work. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Shout out. You got to yelp them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> four stars, though. Yeah. Yeah. You got to leave room for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but not for you guys, us. Give us five stars, please. Oh, yeah. God, I got y'all. You ever, yeah. you ever, <laughs> ten, ten across the board. <laughs> Do you guys ever uh, yelp review? Do you ever get on there and get involved? I've done one. I've done exactly one Google review. When I moved into the place that I am now, uh, I hired some like, it was just called like Russian moving company or some shit like that. And okay. like three big burly Eastern dudes showed up and they packed everything up and had my, in my new place in like two hours. And I was like, you know what? This was such a, a great experience that I'm actually going to go online and, wow. and give these guys a review. And uh, I think it's doing numbers. I, I got an email from Google yesterday saying that 500 people found it, uh, found it uh, useful. So like, I'm hoping, hoping, <laughs> Oh the company's getting some bucks Holy from it. <laughs> Feel that heat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking Zig sold the show on his Google review. The, <laughs> yeah. the heat's you undeniable. Yeah, get that Zig bump, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hope you're ready. <laughs> Hope you're ready. I mean, that's really nice. I think like recently I just like got um, a cup, like I got a little um, painting of my dog and it was like this girl's like first um like Etsy sort of 
uh, back and forth or whatever. And so I was like, I went and did that, like yeah. did a review, mm. but it like has to be like that important for me to go on there and do it. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. And then I was like, Oh, cause then Etsy's like, you reviewed this one. How about this? And I was like, okay. I'll <laughs> so I did like a couple more just to kind of shut Etsy up and feel kind of better about myself. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I, I moved on. Yeah, the the platform starts to get thirsty for your uh, engagement. <laughs> yeah. So then it it's does. like you're like, look, I wanted to help out the person, but I I'm not I'm not interested in you, Yelp. And they're all like hungry. You yeah. Know, you're for, like now it's like your part time job. You're like trying to think up witty retorts and, and reviews <laughs> yeah. for like fucking yeah. Joe's Crab Shack or whatever. Yeah. Out there, you know, hustling <laughs> for Yelp. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah, Daddy Yelp. Yeah. Because they're like. Uh, okay, they're they're like looking at us like um you know when like a like a cartoon gets all hungry they like start to get like a fork and knife and they look oh, at you yeah, like a yeah, piece yeah. of food. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I think that our last the last most valuable commodity is our attention. Yeah, and so you know these these companies now that they spend all their R and D money on just figuring out how to get our attention. But I was bringing up Yelp stuff because I've, I'm similar to you guys in that I've only ever done it to maybe help somebody that mm-hmm. I knew. Yeah, yeah. Like there's this woman that cuts my hair. And so she was just getting her thing going. She went off on her own. And so she's like, I have no reviews on here. Would you give me a review? So I look legit. Mm-hmm. And I did. And then now it's like impossible to get an appointment with her. You know? <laughs> it's like she got to. And then um, <laughs> you should print that review out and be like, yeah, give yeah. Me an appointment. I helped you out. Yeah. Then yeah. you forgot yeah. about me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't a good review though. So she might have, uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, it, it was great. Yeah. It was great. It was great. It was great. Um, and then, uh, this guy, I know you guys know him. I'll, I'll, I'll say who it is off air, but kind of got canceled and then exiled from the comedy community. Yeah, and yeah. Now he just writes tons of like real scathing Yelp reviews. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> what a pivot. What a yeah. sad pivot. It's somebody we know, somebody we know found him and sent me a bunch and they're really like, um, uh, needless to say, this hotel's COVID protocols could have been better. You know, just like oh, you got to send me those. I got to yeah. read that. Yeah, I, I will. Choke oh, those I down. can't wait. I have a couple <laughs> ideas, but I can't wait to find out who it actually is. <laughs> so how sad that there's multiple people it could be. You yeah, know? right. What a time. Uh, oh what yeah. A time. I mean, you know, in the community that we are, it's pretty much you know ninety two percent. So you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you guys in the chat right oh, now. Yeah, that, that, oh, yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first guess. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fun. <laughs> I mean, he just in his kind of uh, persona had a like a permanent indignance to everything. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, that tracks 100%. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> cocktails more like lukewarm soup bowl. You know, I don't know. I'm not even. Well, that's I'm already, not even doing that's it already funnier than than most of the stuff that <laughs> it generally does. Really yeah. will be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, I love it. So let's talk. Let's talk about Zig. So I've known you for a long time now. Yeah, dude. Um, back. You know, I, going back. We knew each other through Ian Faff, maybe. And yeah, then, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, UCB stuff. And yeah, um, uh, I think yeah, when I fr- I've been out here like six, seven years now, and I think 
like literally like my second week out here, my friend was like, you want to go see a comedy show? I was like, I got nothing going on. I don't know if I can afford it. Like it's like 10 bucks. I was like, yeah, I can do that. And I saw a bangering and I was basically just there every Friday for like the first year. Cause like, that's how I met basically all my friends with like comedy shows and shit. And then I just found out through like you, we knew people like you knew my buddy Ian Fav, who we both went to the same film school and like we met through there, but like we've known each other for like a pretty long time, like through podcasting and just being around in that, that small scene. So, uh, it, it, it's it's cool to like still know that we're like talking to each other. Like if like all those friends like we just drop off after like year two or three, but you know, we, we're going the distance. Yeah. Well, Cody's a good guy to check in with. And, um, and then I would hear you on stuff and then like send you a note. And then, so now you're doing a bunch of <laughs> like, your, yeah, he would send you notes on your performances. He, yeah. yeah your um, could you, uh, could you, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, play this a little bit tighter, play a little bit, but you did send me actually Stinger sent me a very, very lovely note after I think Doughboys. That was very, was very, very nice and very kind. And, uh, well, I yeah, because really it was just, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. I was just, I was thinking about you. And then like, you, sometimes you hear a podcast and it's like, oh, I got to hang out with my friend for yeah, like an yeah, hour. Yeah. And so it was just cool to, it was just cool to do. So I, it got me thinking about him. But anyway, you're doing a bunch of great stuff and writing a ton. And it, uh, and I, so I'm, I guess I'm curious as to now that you're, you know, you've kind of entered into your professional life mm-hmm. and you've got a lot of busy, you've gotten a lot busier and you've got a lot of responsibilities writing on different shows and then, mm-hmm. you know, writing for comic books and all that. Um, how have you found uh, a, a change in your routine? Like, where, what have you been able to grab onto? Because I know you made a lot of positive, um, you know, healthy lifestyle changes mm-hmm. too. And it seemed to be all kind of timed up with that stuff. Yeah. Is it, go no, ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep going. I, just, I was just saying an affirmative. Yeah. Yeah. Agreeing with you. I, I'm just curious to sometimes like, I feel like once I get a little structure in my schedule, like I'm able to just kind of do better Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is. It maybe just organizes my brain somehow. I'm able to fit more things in when I have mm-hmm. more on my plate or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, 100%, dude. Like, um, you know, uh, it was weird. Like, we, we, I was in a physical writer's room for, like, maybe 10 weeks, and that was, like, She-Hulk. Like, we'd go to the ABC lot. We'd walk to, like, the Marvel Studios building, and, like, that was, like, the schedule. Like, they paid for lunch, so, like, I would, like, have, like, the fancy, like, nice, healthy salads and stuff, and, like, we'd take walks during, like, lunch and stuff. Like, that was really like what my exercise routine was and then when we got sent home for covid i was just in my apartment for for basically a year and a half and like i had no structure so like basically what happened is i went home to north carolina for six months because i was going crazy sitting in my three-bedroom apartment with two roommates um you know in in k-town and um wow yeah it was it was crazy like i just i was i I, there's a point where i was like taking one of our chairs and just sitting on like our shared balcony and like just sit out there for hours because I was just tired of sitting in my room. It was crazy. But I ended up going home and like I got um, Rick and Morty at the time. So like there was a day when I just realized like I had been sitting down literally all day. Like I had been on the computer sitting down. Like I had cooked lunch and sat down. Like I had, when I wrapped the room, I'd sit down and watch TV. And I was like, this seems wildly unhealthy. So like um, the cool thing about North Carolina is that one, like the town that I'm from is really small. So like I could just like walk to the school and I walked to the school and like just did laps around the thing. I was like, oh, this is great. Like I get outside, I get to see like nature, which I love. Like uh, I strictly love like um, North Carolina nature is very green. You'll see animals and stuff. And like when you're walking along the trails, like it's, it's like you just, it's, since it's an organic place, you're going to see and experience different things every time you're out there. Like I love that. So like I just started doing that. 
at the same time, I was also like cooking more because I, I used to be an undergrad. I used to uh, be a line cook. So like I remember like really like cooking when I didn't have to do it fucking professionally and get yelled at by some angry coked up chef uh, all day. But so like yeah. those are like little small things. Cause I was looking like for creative outlets too that, that weren't like writing because I was like I like to do something that's that's creative that's not tied to like making money um, just because like I like to have that separation. And eventually like I came back out to L.A. like in May I was talking to my doctor because I had finally got my WJ insurance and like I was starting to not feel crazy about going to like the doctors with like, you know, COVID around, like things mm-hmm. were starting to ease up and like, Hey, uh, you have diabetes. I was like, Oh, that's crazy. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Cause I was just sitting down for like the past year and a half. Uh, but like, they were like, you should do this, this and this. And I was like, great. And then I went back, I think my A1C was like 8.5, something crazy high. And I went back like a month later and it was like, 6.2 they're like keep doing it and then like I went back like the last month it was like 5.3 and really all that it took was like just having like structure like I, one of the things that I really liked about Zoom is that like I I, I walk five feet to my office uh, I know that we work from like 10 to whatever and then like there's done like there's no like hour and a half commute like I have yeah. basically I have now have 10 hours a week that is just like free and I use that to like go for walks in the morning or go for walks during lunch breaks or like I'm going to like go to like uh, the, the nice marketplace and get like the nice fish or whatever and like get like the good, the good broccoli, the broccolini and all that stuff. So like having that has really just helped me like just have a routine. Like I do my, my 150 minutes of like cardio exercise a week. And that's just because I know that Monday through Friday, I only have to work from 10 to five or whatever. And like, I just have a set schedule and like, also, I just have access to stuff that I didn't have access to when like I was fucking dirt poor. Like when I had yeah. crappy, which sucks. Like that's the crazy yeah. thing. Like you're like, man, the only thing it takes to be like healthy, all the all the like mental health stuff and all the like exercise and diet. The thing that really helps is just like knowing that you have financial stability so you can actually execute on those things. You know, that's the real yeah. thing. It's like a lot of it was like having a really great team at UCLA and then also like having time and like access and also like. I'm a, I'm, I, I'm, once I set my sight on stuff, I like, I do it. Like I execute things like for better or for worse. So I'm like, Oh, now that I know what my baseline is, I know that like, I just shouldn't eat high carb stuff. Like, all right, cool. Like I can, I'll buy the whole wheat thing or the whole grain thing. And like, all right, I should eat like four grams or whatever, four grams of fish twice a week. Cool. I'll buy a scale and I can do that. And most of that just derives from like, now I have like the financial security to do that. But also I have like someone who can just tell me what that thing is. Like, like, you know, you talk to nutritionists and like, they just give me a PDF. And I like, I, whenever I look at the thing, I just look at that and I slide it around and like, it's just been so much easier, um, to like, just, just like walk through life and navigate stuff now that I have structure and stability. And I, kind of hate that all of it's tied to like making money. Like I hate that capitalism is that was the key to like becoming healthy. Like it's such a detriment. It says so little, or so, so much about how people that don't have that, those resources got to kind of get fucked, especially if you live in like a food desert too. Like I live in, oh, yeah. in like Silver Lake, so I can like drive 10 minutes and be in like little Tokyo and get fresh, like sushi grade fish and stuff like that. It's really eye opening doing this show because you have people write in and then you, you know, you, you start to acknowledge like, oh, how, grateful and lucky you are just have a little bit of some resources, yeah. you know, number one being in the United States, yeah, yeah, you know, huge leg up there. And then number two, and it just, kind of, it keeps like escalate, you know, you mm-hmm. add tack on, you know, more with whatever privilege you're kind of born with or, yeah. or fall into or get. And so, you know, I think it's impossible not to have a little survivor's guilt, mm-hmm. you know, to where you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then it is, it, it is kind of a drag when you tell people like, well, what was the secret? And it was like, meal delivery you know they're like oh great okay rockefeller well as soon as 
but what I do say, what, what I will say is that doing this show, you know, we do this show for free. And mm. so it's available to anybody and information now is it's easier to access. And so yeah. I think just telling people, you know, just like, look, this is what I did. This is what works for me. And sometimes just hearing it, even if it's the same thing you've heard a million times, you hear it from the right source or yeah. in the right way and it'll yeah. make all the difference. And so it's, that's it's all crazy. You do. It's crazy how like just simple it was like, it's like really like I exercise three times a week and exercise is like a brisk walk. Like if I'm really getting it, maybe I'll do two miles in 40 minutes. Like that's if I'm really feeling it. like it's just, I just exercise. I just walk two miles, three times a week and then like I count calories. So that's, that's all that it took to like cut like almost a hundred pounds and like like 44 weeks or something crazy like that. Like, and so like it, it, wow. it is also, I, uh, a lot of it is like, I know that that stuff that doesn't cost me money. <laughs> like, so like anyone yeah. can do the exercise part as far as like walking, like if you're able to walk, you know, if you have that, that, that capability. So like a lot of it was like just stuff that was cheap and I could do around my, my, my parents' place. Cause I also, we were in the middle of the country. So it wasn't like a, a gold gym like that I could like walk to or drive to, you know? <laughs> well, and I think that what you're saying is like mm-hmm. the point of, like, yes, you, you were able to be like financially secure and mm-hmm. then kind of like get like doctor's help and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what the other side of that is that you are going on walks. You aren't going to Equinox. You're yeah. not going to like, the, <laughs> yeah. you're not yeah. going to the fanciest of the fancy. Like you're going on right. walks and around like in Aaron, in I hear this, I hear this pointed uh, speak <laughs> that you're doing. They didn't want to say anything. <laughs> uh, uh, not to point fingers. Yeah. Um. Little Lord Fauntleroy Stanger has to go to his Equinox. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, Equinox, I guess, you know, go there if you want. No, there, but it's, it's, it's not it like it isn't, it's not rocket science, but it mm-hmm. does require um, um, like the mental freedom that sometimes comes yeah. from either financial freedom or yeah. have, like all of these, like whatever's going on in your life. If you're like super stressed out, if you're in yeah. survival mode, you're not like, what interesting walk can I take today? Yeah. Even that feels hard when you're kind of like not mentally mm-hmm. in the place to do it. And so, yeah. you know, it is, it is interesting to see like what everyone's different hurdles are, you know, like yeah. it's, I'm glad to do this podcast cause it does um, kind of open up my eyes to just different people's circumstances and different people's hurdles. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's fascinating. And it's, you know, I, like Stinger said, it's hearing it the right way from the right person. And it's like, Oh, that's it. Okay, cool. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. All I, all I needed was, a, was, was just the information. Like, uh, yeah. that's how I base all my stuff on is like, if I just know, if I just give, if you just give me like the fifth grade science teacher, like equivalent of like what this was and like how, what a carb does and like what a glycemic index is instead of me like trolling through like deep YouTube pages and have no idea if this person's like an actual doctor or even knows what they're talking about. Like that's yeah. all that it really yeah. took was just like the basic education. You know, it's, it's interesting. You got a cool brain because, um, just hearing you talk, yeah, you got a very cool brain, dude. Just hearing you talk about stuff because you were talking about your commute, and then you figured out what time you would have spent commuting, and then you're able to give us a total on that about what it would represent in the week. Yeah, and that's that's like, and then even like even like your you know like calories, and then like the amount of fish and all that kind of stuff, and then it's like it's a cool way to kind of break it down, and I think it kind of gives you. Um, you don't lose sight of, you know, whatever time you've kind of been gifted. And so instead of like, just looking at like, Oh, I'm stuck online. I got to do the zoom. You're like, well, wait a minute here. 
how much time is it freeing up? Like I don't have yeah. any of this former operating time that used to take me to get to work, park, mm-hmm. get back. It's like that can be spent, you know, doing something positive or walking or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, when like the first time when I was on Rick and Morty, we would have had crazy, like just crazy short days where like we'd work two hours in the morning, have a two hour lunch break and then two hours in the afternoon. I was like this, I work 20 hours a week and I have an extra 20 hours to like literally just do life stuff. Like it's whether it's doing the exercise stuff or like making sure my apartment's not a fucking shithole or like catching with (laughs) friends that I haven't talked to. Like it's just like, you you really realize that like, you know, uh, work smarter, not harder. Like my my whole thing is like, I don't want to work hard if I don't have to. And like life is so fucking short. We get maybe 60, 70 years if we're really lucky. And like the idea that to spend half of that, you know, or at least one third of that, like just doing a job just fucking sucks. And like, again, it it goes to like the idea of like, yeah, I I recognize that I'm very lucky that I somehow weaseled my way into an industry where I had to put in max minimum amount of physical effort. And like, all I do is like think about stuff. So like, that's, that's definitely been a a, a, a definitely a blessed privilege, but like, yeah, like that's how I, that's how I always break down stuff. It's like, you know, we have a very finite amount of time here. Like, and I want to use it making myself better, at least the world better. And like, whether it's like, Oh, I have 10 extra hours a week that I don't have to fucking sit in a car and pump out toxic gas into the, the ozone or, or whatever it is. Like that's just made me a lot easier to like, just under like, just think of like an operate through the, through the world. That has been fun about like training people online mm, on yeah. zoom versus like having to drive to everyone's house or having them mm-hmm. come to my house, which is still nice to have people in person. Mm-hmm. It's great. But having the, at the time I can have more clients than I would have had. Mm-hmm. I don't have to charge as much cause I'm not driving. And so it has, it has been really nice to just be able to like pop off my zoom, go walk <laughs> my dog yeah. get back on the next zoom, you know, like having that, like just, it's it's great. I well, yeah, this that bring up a good a good point because I have a question for both of y'all since you both train, um, do personal training. Like, what is it? What's it like dealing with clients that like you, you could tell that their heart's not in it or like they're not going to like commit to it or they don't want to commit to it? Like, do you, do you does that factor in or are you just like I'm just here to like to do the best that I can and give them the knowledge that I can give them and they can do with it what what they will? You want me to start? Sure. Um, well, sure, yeah. I, you know, I've had the experience of training people for a long time, mm-hmm. just, you know, being older and having done this for like, I guess, close to 20 years, 20 years. And so I've had, I've had it to where I could tell, you know, this, the person it, for them, it was like, okay, I, I mentally, I'm letting myself off the hook because I make this appointment. And even mm-hmm. if I don't do anything, you know, during it, or I just kind of, you know, sandbag so that I can just get this hour over. Yeah. And you know, at a certain point I had to say like, look, I can't just keep taking money from you yeah. and, and, you know, being like enabling or co-signing this, you know, kind mm-hmm. of negative behavior. And I think I could probably find a trainer for you. Cause sometimes it can just become too familiar, you know, yeah, yeah. where it's just like, yeah, we're kind of buddies now and, um, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this and, but we're all just kind of <laughs> pretending that I'm doing it and then you're getting paid. So who cares? Yeah. yeah. And so I, I, there's been a few where I maybe let it go on longer than it should just cause I like frankly needed the money, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so, but then there's also been some to where we kind of try to, um, try to figure out like, well, what can we do to, to revitalize this or make you kind of love it again? Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe we, you know, I had one woman, I guess my most positive example is I had this woman who, you know, made a lot of really positive changes in her life. She got in really good shape. Mm -hmm. Um, she was maybe in her fifties at the time and was a professional and, 
and had just really fallen out of shape and was uh, leading a very sedentary lifestyle. And so mm-hmm. just just kind of coming in there and revamping what she was doing mm-hmm. uh, from a physical physical activity standpoint helped a lot. She Although- dropped the yeah. Dropped the ton of weight. It was great. So then we kind of like uh, plateaued. Mm-hmm. And then she started maybe, you know, falling back into her old habits. And she had a really taxing job, a very taxing mentally job. She, yeah. was, a, she was an equity partner for a law firm. Oh, shit. And, um, you know, so she would work, you know, crazy hours and mm-hmm. all this shit. So then in trying to kind of find what's something that we could do to maybe get her excited again, I said, well, what? What's something that kind of scares you that you've maybe been interested in that seems impossible? And she said she wanted to do, uh, or it didn't even necessarily want to do it, but she said, what fits that criteria for me is a triathlon that involves <laughs> an ocean swim. Oh, shit. And so I researched Ooh, it. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, I researched it and we we looked into it. We found one that was like the appropriate distances and stuff for yeah, like, yeah, we're not yeah. going to do like a crazy, you know, Ironman or something. <laughs> the English channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so we we trained her for it and it was, it oh, was wild. Like I had to kind of do some stuff with her because I was like, we got, so it's an ocean swim. You have to launch from the beach. That's yeah. a whole fucking thing that you have to train for. We had to get her, uh, you know, up to speed on a bike, like a road bike yeah. and then like train all the transitions and stuff. And so she did it and she did a great job. And it was like, it was really fun, you know, cause oh, that's we were fucking early. Yeah. We had like yeah. a tick, we had a ticking clock. We had like a, a good motor behind everything that we were doing mm-hmm. and it wasn't just like, okay, I'm here now, like lift some bicep curls and mm-hmm. do this, which she had just gone, you know, for some people that's enough, but for her, she had just, it, it, I think it was starting to bore her. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we did that. So that was, that was one thing I did. So I think, you know, you know, if, to answer the question, um, more generally, it's like, you know, find something like sometimes a sport, um, mm-hmm. sometimes a real specific activity, um, you know, even if it's just like a, like a 10 K or like a, mm. a, you know, half marathon or something like that can kind of like juice people back up. Mm. Yeah. I would say one time, my biggest like moment of this was, um, I had a client who just like, and it was just over zoom. And so it felt even like sadder. I'm just like staring <laughs> at my face, like waiting for this <laughs> like person to join the meeting. And it, most of my mm-hmm. clients are only 30 minutes. So it was really just like, how long will I look mm-hmm. at myself? And how many times can I like do this? Because I'm just at my house. It's not yeah, ruining yeah. my life. But mm-hmm. I had to finally just be like, hey, these are the rules. Like if you don't show up, within 10 minutes I'm out and Mm -hmm. it's over. (laughs) And then like, cause it's also like not super safe to just like, I can't just like jump you into things. Like I need now there's like a warm up and there's eight minutes, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, so I like started having to make like rules for my little personal trading business. Mm -hmm. And then, and then eventually I just had to tell them it happened enough times where I was like, okay, it's, this is done for yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like a weird like breakup where it was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, f- for her, it was like, Hey, I just need, I need to know that I might work out. Yeah. And I was like, and that was fine for a minute for mm-hmm. me. And then it was like, there are people that want to work out mm-hmm. and I want to train those people right now because mm-hmm. this is so sucking my soul more than the <laughs> pandemic and that's saying something. Yeah, right. Um, and so, um, but uh, but similarly, um, I have for the a record, client- For the record, you're saying to you, this was worse than the pandemic. 
Yes. Okay. I just want it on record. Yeah, just making sure. You have it. Go ahead and write that down. You heard it here. Get those tweets ready to fire off any moment. (laughs) I disagree personally. Like I disagree. Like I care about everybody and you know everybody. But no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Back to my little sob story. Um, but I've had one client for like like the longest I because I've only been doing this for two years like Mm -hmm. officially and so I've had a client for almost that whole time and and we've had to be like kind of reconfigure get new equipment like new equipment helps a lot Mm -hmm. especially during the quarantine and pandemic and stuff like um where I'm like, hey, we've kind of come to the end of the road on these eight pound weights. So we're going to need something else. Help me. Um, and so it's stuff like that. But when people are when people are comfortable with you as their trainer, they will kind of they you will see them go, OK, let's try to figure this out with you. It mm-hmm. is like a relationship like you either go, well, this sucks. Let's break up or yeah. let's try to work on it and figure it out. Yeah, I, I think so. that's my next step is looking into the personal trainers because I have like the I have my, my cardio stuff like down. But like now I'm like, I, again, I just need someone to te- tell me what to do for like two months. These are like the workers you should do. And then I can go and grow up and like be a baby bird that leaves a nest and like figure it out on my own and like have my own routine set up and like modify it to my, to my, to myself. Yeah. That was my dream. That was my dream to be a trainer was to help people and then let them fly. (laughs) And I haven't done that very well. I've just kept them soon. (laughs) So now I'm like, how do I, you're three, you're going to crack it. I know, I know. I I need to because it is like I want to help people kind of learn the form, learn how to learn how to like see a set of dumbbells and know like, hey, I can I know what to do with these. Yeah. And and then, you know, break up with your trainer in a good way <laughs> and get to go make those gains on your own. Yeah. So I think that's a great idea. It's a good time for that now Zick, because there's tons of st- like people just had to figure out like all these you know, trainers and stuff had to kind of pivot and some of mm-hmm. them are already doing it to where it's like, okay, how can I continue to do this online? Yeah. And so there's a lot now to where it's like, you can, there's like these tiered programs to where it's like, okay, you know, we can, we can do this to where I'm, you know, you're seeing me on the zoom or I'm coming mm-hmm. to your place or whatever. Or mm-hmm. you can say like, they'll say like, this is, this is, you know, uh, a two month program. Oh yeah. I'll update it every week. I'll give mm-hmm. you like a little video that shows you roughly like what the exercise is. Mm-hmm. And then you just go and then they kind of just keep adjusting around that. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, I think we might've reviewed one a while back for the show. I can look and see. Oh yeah. Let know. me know. That'd be fantastic. Cause like yeah. I have my, my Russian kettlebells got my dumbbells and I'm like, all right, I'm looking at YouTube videos, but like, I have no idea if this dude knows what the fuck he's talking about. Cause he's just, he's just there doing an exercise with like no preamble. He's just going right into it. So like, yeah. I just need someone to tell me what to do, what the baseline is. And then like, I can figure it out, uh, after that. Yeah. Did this the is- Russian movers, <laughs> you know, damn, you. I should have hit my boy. I uh, should hit my boy, uh, y- y- Yuri up. <laughs> I bet he would have some dope ass exercises. Yeah. <laughs> Those Russian kettlebells, you never know. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yeah. Exercise so so, but him moving the equipment into yeah. my place, great. No, no notes. <laughs> ten ten yeah. across the board. <laughs> ten <Yeah>. ten. <laughs> Aaron and Stanger interrupting really quick to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for the show today called Bombas. 
Y'all, Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bomba's, you are also giving to someone in need. Yeah, dudes. Um, well, let's talk about Bomba's a little bit. They, yeah. uh, they designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you cannot wait to put on every single day. Because uh, you know what? They're putting a little thought into the design. They're thinking about what they're doing. They're not just uh, haphazardly, you know, printing clothes off out of a clothes printing machine. <laughs> That's right. Like, think- they're putting a little tech in there. They're thinking like, okay, people are going to put this shirt on. They're going to wear these. They're going to wear this pair of underwear. They're going to wear these socks. What would we like out of socks? I mean, they're like, it's like seamless, tagless. It's like luxury, but it's not like fancy. They somehow like cornered the cozy luxury market. Yeah, they're using um, super soft materials like merino wool, Pima cotton, and even cashmere. Uh, so makes their their clothes ideal for winter layering and uh, and feeling good on your body. Okay, they also make like socks for just like chilling and socks for sports, which is nice. Uh, they have other socks too, but it's nice that they have put that much thought into all the very all the different variables your little feet need. You know? Yeah, I dig it because I I use their um, no show performance socks. So I've talked to you guys about it before, but if you're a no show sock person, you were uh, before Bombas, you're getting the bottom of the barrel when it came to sock tech or uh, sock inventiveness. Um, and so you just get these like little scraps of material that you <laughs> put your little hooves into and uh, they'd slide into my shoes. I got like my heel hitting the dirty part of the bottom of my shoe. Mm-hmm. Now yep. with, with Bombas, they're staying put. They're not moving anywhere. They've got, um, you know, s- special design in my arches and you can get fun colors because it's Bombas. They also have t-shirts. You like to rock a Bombas t-shirt, don't you? Absolutely, Aaron. Thank you for asking. Yeah, you're welcome. They also have like underwear that's like barely there feel, which, you know, it's like good. You know, it's not like nasty. It's good. You know, so they're they're really working hard to make sure everyone is feeling like they're wearing only the best. And that is really important. Yes. And did you know that uh, socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That is the reason why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. So far, customers like you have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. So go to bombas.com slash dumbbells and get 20% off any purchase. That's Bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash dumbbells for 20% off bombas.com slash dumbbells. We also want to talk to you about another great sponsor we have called BetterHelp because this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Uh, I need therapy, Aaron. I've, I've sought it <laughs> Same, out. Me too. <laughs> you know, I, in a, you know what? I kind of need to... I kind of need to get back in with, with seeing somebody too. had some good, I had some good results from a therapist I saw before. And I feel like I'm falling off a little bit now. And I was just speaking to you before we started this record about a little, you know, some anxiety and neuroses that were creeping in, not healthy behavior. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I've said a million times on here, I have gone to therapy consistently for, I think, almost six years now, which is really crazy. And That's now good. I've just added in couples therapy with my husband and I I love it. And I love having a new kind of uh, a new therapist in my life without having to give up my old one, <laughs> which has been it's been really fun and interesting to kind of get to talk to somebody new and together with my husband, which has been really cool. Yeah, adding somebody else to the team is good. It's um, yeah. you know we talk about hitting the gym, taking care of yourself, self care, self love, um, but trying therapy is part of that. Uh, you need to invest time and effort into yourself. Um, yeah, and if you're taking care of other people, uh, take care of yourself. Think about therapy, yeah. guys. Uh, this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to take care of the most important relationship you have. The one with yourself. That's beautiful, Stanger. It is. It is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's true, too. I'm not trying to just be so funny, but it is true. Uh, you are funny, Aaron, without even trying. Uh, <laughs> BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. That's really cool. Um, it's also much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. The Dumbbells listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. That's B-E-T-T-E-R. H-E-L-P dot com slash dumbbells. And now let's get back to the episode. Zig, I wanted to ask you, so, so growing up, mm -hmm. what, um, what was, what was your program? Do you, were your parents into exercise? You mentioned cooking. I, you mentioned cooking for your job, but did mm -hmm. you, um, did you cook at home? Did you, you know, were you like uh, eating healthy food at home or what? I was eating absolute trash up until oh, like, okay. up until like maybe like 18 or 19, I was eating absolute garbage. Cause one, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know anything about like nutrition. Uh, like I didn't, just didn't know. Like, oh, you, you, this is fuel. You put it in your body and like a fucking a Mc, McDonald's hamburger is exact same thing as a piece of fish that's broiled. Like that's just energy that I'm getting. There's are calories going in with no idea that it wrecks the inside of my body. But, uh, but my dad did like uh, karate and stuff. Um, when he was like my age and then he got really into working out, um, when around like is 40. So like he was always there, like giving some tips and stuff. But like basically when we went to college, I sort of doing the same thing. Like I would run like three miles a day. I was taking karate and jujitsu and I was like also like working like as a dishwasher. So like I was just on my feet in like a hot ass yeah. kitchen eight hours a day. So like I was probably the most physically fit. Um, uh, then just because I was working in a sweat box and like everything outside <laughs> yeah. of that was like running to class literally or like getting like class credit for like doing, you know, my sidekicks for three hours twice a week or whatever. So like that, <laughs> that was, that, that was like college. And then like, once I got out, uh, all, all the weight came back on cause I was not working anymore. But when I was in film school, um, I was, you know, on set 14 hours a day 
for two years, like just licked being fucking heavy ass camera equipment. Mm-hmm. So like I wasn't like I my cardio was was trash, but like I was the strongest I think I've ever been in my life. Like I remember we were on set one day and like someone needed to move a couch and I just lifted it up with like one hand and everyone was like, What the fuck? I was like, Oh yeah, I guess this is my my training has been paying off. And then, you know, so like, oh my god. It's like well, once that once that ended, uh again, like I became very sedentary because I moved to LA. I had no money. I didn't know what to do. Like my job was like sitting, like you saw Stanger, like it was just sitting in front of a computer all yeah. day, every day, like a windowless box. So like I had nothing to do and like just weight came on again. And like now I think I'm finally back in like what I think as a 34 year old man <laughs> who has like a fucked up shoulder from like jujitsu and like knee problems from throwing too many kicks, like what I think my exercise routine can be, which is like the cardio stuff. And like, I want to get back into like the strength of it all. Cause I do like yeah. being able to just like, you know, it, whether it's like, you know, Oh, I, I fall down and like, I can at least lift myself up or like, you know, like my parents are getting older. If like my mom falls down, like I can like pick her up easily like that wasn't a problem when i was 25 and like uh now at 34 I'm like i may be able to do it but like i know i'm gonna have i'm gonna do some heavy panting when that shit's done so like i want to <laughs> i want to be like <laughs> as physically fit as i can and when i'm in my what i th- perceive to be my prime before it all goes fucking downhill when i hit like whatever 45 or whatever yeah stinger when is it that you go downhill yeah how many how, what's your ticking clock looking like king <laughs> yeah um i would say that i'm you know i'm near the bottom now so we'd have to like <laughs> We'd have to like work back from. Yeah, we gotta build you back up, then break you back down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'm weird because I have an autoimmune uh, disease, and so my mm. I started noticing shit, you know, earlier. Um, yeah. that was kind of like accelerated, and so it's tough, you know. But I would say people people start saying stuff around like, you know, like your 40s and stuff, mm. probably. But it's it's all all that stuff's getting kicked back now because yeah. people it just is. know you guys more. are both you're gonna be great. Forties are gonna be fine. Yeah. My dad's everyone. sixty-three Don't and worry. he's never been stronger. Like I've never seen yeah. a sixty-three-year-old man be as spry. Like he's like he's in the gym doing his like his boxing and like he's he's the strongest I've ever seen the dude. So like I feel like I I'm lucky that I come from heart. I mean, you've seen me, Stinger, I'm a giant and I'm I'm assuming that I come from good stock and jeans. I'm hoping that that'll carry out for the next 30 years before I crash into the wall and crash and burn. Yeah, Zig's a tall <laughs> drink of water. Zig's a, like a <laughs> like How a legit reacher. Uh, I am six five. He's wow, like legit yeah, Jack cool. Reacher. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to get cool. that. You know, I'm trying to get that that Reacher body. Like I, I knew long ago I'm never going to get a six pack. That's fine. I just need, I just need a little something there. I just need a little. There was. I remember. I remember distinctly being like 23. I like had just finished like maybe month two of like my karate class and like just walking by the mirror and be like, what the what what? I have traps. When did this? How did this happen? Like, and I've been chasing that dragon ever since. I, I just I want it. I need it back. I need this like, the smallest definition of muscle. The weights will help all that. You know, the the weights will be yeah. good too because the 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 cardio program that you have going already, it'll it'll uh, enrich that in mm. a positive way. Supplement it because if you think about um, your your lean tissue as your calorie burning potential, um, you know, if you have more lean tissue, mm-hmm. you're going to burn more calories. So the same activity oh. you would do walking with more muscle is going to burn more calories. Oh, so so this is my so I've told you guys my routine. So this is like you know I would walk. Three days a week. Let's just say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever. Uh, so, like, okay. what is what I sub what I supplement in like two workout days, like physical workout days, or what? Would you add more? What would what would, what would you all pitch for that? Aaron, what do you think? Great question. I would pitch. Mm-hmm. Talking to a writer here, <laughs> I would pitch that you. Um, well, I guess it would come down to time mm-hmm. and 
and what you were excited about. Like mm-hmm. I like to, I like to do a little bit of cardio before I do weights mm-hmm. or uh, strength training. Mm-hmm. That's me. I try to make the time for that. It is like a little annoying because I have to get up a little early. <laughs> That's fine. But yeah. I like the feeling of, because if I lift without doing cardio, I feel just a little bit mm. less like I'm exercising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably from years of just doing cardio. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't have to be the case for you. But what I would say is if you have the time, do like do your walk and then come in and mm. do some strength training then. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be much like 20 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. If That's you have it. I want to be in when I was in um when I was we had we used to use the uh, the film school gym and since it was an art school, no one was ever in there because they're like I'm trying to get buff. But like my routine was like I'd come in, I'd ride the bike for like 30 minutes and then like they just for some reason they just had like a big ass tire and like I would flip the tire. Like that was it. <laughs> they like this is what this this could That's be my why you could lift that couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like casually flipping a giant tire. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no one, no fucking painting student's going to be using this. Like, so like if I could, yeah, a 45 minute, like hard out, like hard out would be fantastic. Like I want to be in and out yeah. and not like spend, spend all day in, in the spot. Yeah. So I would just do like, for me, I think I, I like a full body, mm-hmm. like weight stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not the case for a lot of people. A lot of people like to split it up arms, legs mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I would throw in two days of that and okay. and just kind of build off of that as mm-hmm. you see fit. Because um, you probably start seeing gains and be like, oh, let's see what else, what else <laughs> I can find a little definition on. You know, the dragon will be back in yeah. this game time, you know? So that's what I would pitch. I like it. How many how many days did you say you're walking? Uh, I do three, three, like three days where I'm like, I'm going to do two miles for right. 40, 50 minutes. And then like, you know, I still do like my daily steps. Like maybe I do like five miles total a day. If I like hit my like two miles, like anywhere cool. between three to five miles um, every day. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm with you, Aaron. And I think, you know, doing two days on the non walk days mm-hmm. would be cool too. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and then maybe adding in like a little bit of a walk warm up on those days. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, but just not as long, you know, so that yeah. you would, you'd meet the timeline of when you wanted to be done. Mm-hmm. And I, and like, I mean, truly 20 minutes of weights twice a week just mm-hmm. to start with and see how it goes and how you feel. Mm-hmm. Because like, like Aaron was saying, I mean, you're going from some, from z- zero right now, or maybe nothing yeah. organized right now. You, you mentioned that you're watching some kettlebell yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. and trying yeah, some yeah. things. So I, yeah, I would say just, you know, easing into the water because I like the plan that you have now and mm-hmm. you're consistent and that's the most consistency always wins out. Mm. Even if you, even if you take somebody that like is doing the most optimum training, yeah, yeah. if they're not, they don't stick with it. Like who gives a shit? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's the person that's doing, even if it's fucked up, if they're doing it all the time, <laughs> that's, that's always going to win. Yeah. And so finding something you like that you're actually going to do and show up for mm-hmm. is, is key. And so I think that always, I find that people tend to tend to discover that to when they, when they start, you know, reasonable mm-hmm. and small yeah. with manage expectations. So it's like, great, I got this. I like it. Yeah. I feel myself improving. Mm-hmm. I'll maintain this or I'll add to it. And so yeah. I would say, yeah, living in that kind of 20 minute range twice a week and then just seeing what happens because that's, you know, you'll, you'll do that. You'll show up for that. Yeah. 
that's all that I need. I, I yeah, I, I just need a baseline so I can, so I, I need my, my guiding North star. So I just know how to get to the place I need to get to. That's all that I need with any of this shit. And 20 minutes, 45 minute workout sounds fantastic. Like that's, that's exactly yeah. my sweet spot. And, and for you, um, you know, having, you already have a ton of, uh, lean tissue and, mm-hmm. and strong legs and all that. So I would say, you know, doing an overall body mm-hmm. and always incorporating a lot of leg stuff in there mm-hmm. will help you burn tons of calories Oh, word. because it, yeah, because that's that we, I like, I call that, you know, uh, hormonally intelligent exercise. You know, you're using a lot of joints, you're using your legs. And so it'll do really good things for those. Um, like your, your HGH and you know, mm. all, all that, like the, the, all the hormones you want to get cooking from doing hell resistance yeah. training. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh man. What might make my fucking pivot to gym bro? Oh my goodness. Oh, I would love the it. Gym, <laughs> anime, bro, crossover. Who would have thought what a time yeah. to be alive. Dude, Here for it. <laughs> Dude, watching Demon Wait. Slayer training legs. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, what's the, what are the, what's the kettlebell weights you have? Um, I have, wait, where are they at? I think one is like nine. I bought one that was like 20 pounds out the gate. I was like, this is too much for me going from zero to, to 60. Uh, I think the other one is like nine, nine, I think it goes out to like nine US pounds or whatever, uh, freedom pounds. Um, oh, are they, are they kilos? What, oh yeah. Kilometers. They're like, yeah, they're like, yeah. The one's kilos, like 9.7 kilos. Are like, I don't know what that means. Uh, I, yeah. So yeah. I, I bought yeah, one I thinking it was like, too. I thought it was like 10 pounds, but it was like, no, it's like 10 kilos, which is, I guess like 20, almost like 20 something pounds. So yeah, it's, too much for me to like just jump into having not worked out in like five years. Yeah. I bet you'd be surprised though. You could probably squat it pretty easily at least. Oh, I mean, look, I'm open. Yeah. I'll try some stuff. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What, um, in writing for comic books and comic book characters on shows and stuff, Mm -hmm. what, um, have you, uh, taking a look at like the, the, um, the art and all that stuff. Is that inspiring to you to see that even like anime, they're all, you know, in good shape. And yeah. Good I, and I, 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 I'm like, I mean, uh, our, I don't, you, you guys both know iffy whitey way, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, I, I'm never going to get that type of anime body. Like the best that I can do is like, there's always usually like the fat character that just has a little bit of muscle. I'm like, I'll, I'll take that all day. Give me that. Like he'll have some, <laughs> a little bit of They're definition. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. have some definition and stuff. Yeah. Like the, and I like, got a strong oh, man body. Give me that strong man body. Like I'm never going to have the six pack. So like whenever I get a, a picture in of like fucking, you know, Captain America ripped, I'm like, that's not going to be me, but you know what? I can be fat Thor. I got that on lock. Like I'll, I'll have, I'll have that domain claimed. <laughs> <laughs> how okay how is um good well i was just gonna say listen i know that you are funny and you're you're i get it but i never thought in my life i would have abs okay <laughs> i grew up i played the trombone uh-huh. i did not know how food worked i did not know how exercise worked and while i will say maybe i'll never have a six pack of abs mm-hmm. because i just love wine too much <laughs> i will say that that like you can and you could and that's like and i know that that's like uh, get into the you know mm-hmm. brain shit but there's like a thing that's like i i used to say that stuff mm-hmm. too and i didn't think i could for mm-hmm. a really long time yeah and then as it slowly started happening i was like could i <laughs> like maybe i could like it, and it was like really like I just have like, cause I've gained weight and lost weight mm-hmm. enough that my stomach kind of just is kind of, it looks like I've had a baby and I have not had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like I have extra skin mm-hmm. 
And so I just kind of like always was like, that will just never be yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I will never get that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not preaching to you only. I'm preaching to everyone out there that's like, oh, I'll just be the, I'll be the fat. I used mm-hmm. to say, I'll be the fat bachelorette. That's what, <laughs> that was always my big joke. Um, huge joke. People love it. Crush. Um, People are still talking about that joke too. <laughs> yeah. People love <laughs> yeah. to hear about me being the fat bachelorette. Screaming with laughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like huge, honestly. <laughs> um, but it is, it's like, you know, like kind of when you kind of have dealt with whatever you mm-hmm. dealt with in your life with bodies and uh, seeing other people, mm-hmm. you forget like just it, it takes time. Yeah. It takes real time and that's okay. That's fine. And maybe you won't have a six pack, but mm-hmm. maybe you will. Yeah. And that's the crazy part <laughs> is that you do. And like you lost what a hundred pounds in, yeah. in yeah. How, like, uh, yeah, I think like, weeks. like March. Yeah. 44 weeks. Yeah. I'm like, peop, there's like a world where someone's like, I could never lose a hundred pounds. So I won't oh, ever yeah, lose yeah. five, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so it's, it's so, it is like, I get it. And mm-hmm. it is funny. You know, you could be a, the funny fat character in a mm-hmm. comic book with muscles. Like mm-hmm. that's fine too, but you could have a six pack. And then Let's you see, that's why I get a personal trainer. I need ass, someone to gas so. me up like this. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, Aaron. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Speak that truth. So anyways, that's my sermon. Now, Stanger, what were you going to say? <laughs> uh, I was just, I wanted to hear more of your fat bachelorette material because. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot. Kills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, we were talking about comic books and stuff. Oh, yeah, I was just. They're they're super ripped now. I mean they're they're yeah. not as big as they used to be. I like they're not quite as muscly, but they're I mean I, I mean like size wise, yeah. But they're like definition. crazy. Yeah, yes, very, definition. It's very like uh like they're about to be up to on stage with like Arnold, you know. Yeah. Attempting is very little uh like uh uh I guess work weight was what I think of. Like it is cool, but I will say like there are that makes me think of a note that an editor gave me for a comic one time where like, yeah, everyone is used to seeing like the very attractive, super ripped six pack person. Like what about like just the, the guy that just does a CrossFit or like the lady that just like runs like that's a, that's a type of body that like we see literally all day, every day, but you don't see it in the representation of the actual media. So it is cool. Like that, even those people are, are aware of it. Like, yeah, we should draw people that aren't like hyper, hyper, like, um, va- I don't know whatever the, the term is like hyper, hi- hyper muscular. Um, we could just have like normal street looking people in these books as well. <laughs> yeah. Dad bods. Yeah. Dad bods. Give me a little bit of the, the, the ham hocks. <laughs> That's all we need. Do see that extra skin. Let's yeah, see it. Yeah, Let's yeah, not yeah. be afraid of it. Yeah. Um, Aaron, do women like dad bods? Yeah. Is that like, is it a real Case fetish? Or is, stinger. <laughs> is that a real yeah. fetish or is that just some kind of like weird, you know, like dad aganda type stuff to where it's like, <laughs> just like some guy saying like women love From the central dad, dad ministry yeah. of information. No, yeah. I think like, like, like how, um, women just like dads, like if you're like a guy Daddy? and you're holding a baby and you're, and the women are like, yeah, what's up? Talk to me. And I just, I don't know. I think uh, these are all very broad strokes here. And I'm also just talking from my own perspective, save your tweets. Um, but I would say like, I think that my perspective of a dad bod is like, you care about your body enough, but it's not your focus. Mm. And mm. like, that is interesting. And like, that seems att- attainable and like 
sustainable. Yeah. Hmm. That was great. You know, that was a perfect, um, it's, I thought that this was, you know, impossible to define, but I feel like you nailed it right there. That's great. Wow. That's, that's actually pretty good. You see, we see Stinger slowly sliding on like the dad bad subreddits as we speak. Creating his yeah. New user account. yeah. He's just Googling. Or just real. Can I taking credit for a couple of thoughts? Um, so, okay. So let's talk about some food stuff. Now you yeah. mentioned enjoying cooking more now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were a steak bro for a while. Yeah. Gotten away from red meat, maybe having it some more now. Yeah. Yeah. My, my diet is basically, it was for, for, for 44 weeks. I'm just going to say that's, I don't know how many months that is. What? Eight months, nine months. I don't, I, I can't do it. I love that you month. did it in weeks. That's another interesting brain, well, cool brain thing it's, from it, you too. I will say it's reason because when I use the Nike run app to track my thing and it just says weeks and it says 44 week streak and my whole thing is get to 52 weeks so like that's been like my guiding stars like i this week is week 44 and that's how i i know that um but yeah for like of those 44 weeks i'd say of the past like 30 of them was like just straight up pescatarian like um salmon um and and tuna like that was it some shrimp every now and then but like it was always like mostly uh broccoli broccolini um some carrots mushrooms um and after talking to the nutritionist they were like you can have you know carbs because they're like it's it's insane like the body literally needs carbs also like it's not like just a yeah. bad thing like you can have these things called whole grains <laughs> like it's it's gonna work for you just <laughs> perfectly fine it's like great so that's how i got in like pasta and stuff i get my whole wheat spaghetti or my whole wheat angel hair or even my chickpea pasta so now my my diet is like still i'd say like most of it is 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 vegetarian based, but like now I'll sneak in some like ground turkey. I mean, like a ground turkey wrap or whatever. Like if I'm really feeling crazy, like I'll I'll cook a like a little wagyu steak. Um, I the, I I made one like two weeks ago. What? It was like the first steak I've had in like a year. Like it's been uh, a while. It's so like most of my diet is like I wake up, I eat my um, I get like a whole wheat piece of toast, two scrambled eggs, um, some vegan cheese. Uh, that's my breakfast. Also, I do intermittent fasting, so like I. I don't eat until like noon anyway. So like I have my breakfast at noon um, and then lunch will be like something light, lighter, like ground turkey, maybe some like sweet potato fries or some carrots that I fashion into sweet potato fries. Um, and then dinners when, when I like go in, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get some like fucking pasta and I'll get some like little pieces of salmon on the side. Maybe if I'm really feeling crazy, I'll add some <laughs> fucking uni in that motherfucker. Like that's when I really turn up. <laughs> that's when I really turn up. And then once eight o'clock hits, I stop eating and then I just continue to drink water and then like it's been working uh it's it's been going good so far um and also i just been telling myself that like my body doesn't my, my body doesn't care if i exercise three days a week as far as like monday through saturday like a sunday or a saturday is going to hit the exact same like my body will not know the difference between a calendar date they don't follow the fucking gregorian calendar you'll be fine you will be fine. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the uh, aggressive, healthy gourmet guy too. That's funny. That's <laughs> I a funny. do. That's yeah. a very. I got a market. Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. You guys can see my little, uh, my little uh, wall with the knives and stuff. I got a whole thing yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Little fucking coho salmon, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shut like up. Pan seared yeah. tuna. You ever heard of it, baby? Yeah. I this is maybe taking this in a, a direction that we can definitely come back to uh, this point um, because this is going to take us in a direction. I'm sorry, but I I asked Jason to to like get all of our knives and and put them in a different place, like mm. lower, like a shelf, like that. Like if a burglar came in, they couldn't just go over to the yeah. to the wall of knives because we have like one of those things like that where they, they can just stick. Mm-hmm. 
So I was like, can you please, like, can we do something? Cause like, I just can't be murdered by my own knives. Like this just like cannot be how I go. Yeah. And so he like ordered the knife like thing and we put them down below in a cabinet. So it wouldn't be the first place the burglar looked. Mm. And so then I just put all our scissors up there <laughs> and Jason was like, so scissors are fine. So someone can scissor you to death, but not night. And I was like, all right, you make a good yeah. point. Sorry. Yeah, this paper, is all no paper just... is safe in this house. <laughs> <laughs> no paper is safe. And I, I could die by scissors. Yeah, so twine that's run for your life. <laughs> um, but I do like that setup and Thank you. Uh, just, you know, just get an, uh, an alarm system. All right. Yeah. Like I will say a lot of it also is like YouTube tutorials. Like they just have like, there's apparently everyone has a fucking cooking show on, t- on YouTube and I look mm-hmm. for ones that are under six minutes. Cause I'm like, I don't want to hear this fucking dude's whole life story about how he discovered fucking cabanera or whatever. It's like, just make the thing, <laughs> yeah. put your jump cuts in. Let me be yes. out. <laughs> you know, let me be out. Yes. That's also the way, like, if you just read a recipe and you're like, can you just give me the recipe instead of telling me the magical time you figured out this recipe? (laughs) I I had this weird thing to where on my car, the, um, the, the rear, like one of the rear view mirrors, like the plastic casing around it popped off. Mm -hmm. Just like I, the mirror wasn't damaged at all. I thought, God, did somebody hit the car? But it wasn't for some reason. It just got jostled and then popped off and it looked like you should just be able to snap it back on. Cause it had some metal from the car and then some kind of plastic casing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I like, couldn't get it on there. And I'm like, I'm wondering if this has come up before. And so I of course went online and looked it up and there was like, you know, a couple forums with it. And then I saw like a video that this guy had made <laughs> about how to put it on there. Yeah. And it was like nine minutes. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, why is this nine minutes? But I had to watch it. It's the only way. And yeah. it's just like this person filling the time up. Okay. What's up? Um, so as you can see, this is my car. And this is and like with his hand and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like if you look, the autofocus and, is fucking it all up and stuff. Yeah, and it's just like all, and it's just him like narrating fucking everything. And what you're gonna want to do is, so if you see now, like this is my hand. Okay, yeah, my hand, fine. And I'm gonna put my hand on the other side of it. I'm just like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And like I had to just like scroll around and I mean yeah. get through it. But it's just that I don't know. And like of course it's got tons of views because it's like the definitive source. It's on the only to, one. Yeah. Yeah. How to pop your plastic mirror casing on your fucking yeah. Subaru definitive side view. I had the exact same yeah. thing happen with me. I took off my side view mirror on my old car and I was like, I don't want to have to pay this thing. And I had to Google and there's like one guy that had like 7,000 videos. I was like this is the one. And again, it was like, Hey, what's up? This is, um, this is Johnson 45. Um, I want to thank, uh, Neb- everybody yeah. wants to be famous. Everybody just going no on what? and like just real, um, just real mellow and do, yeah. and just rambling and talking and filling the time. I could see for like 10 minutes when they were trying to do jokes or be entertaining. It wasn't mm-hmm. even that. It just somehow, <laughs> just somehow filled 13 minutes like ooze or something. It was just like, <laughs> go, go, go. Yeah, get to it. <laughs> yeah. But- well, Cody, do you have any more questions for us? I know you said you had some, so I don't want to get all the way through this without just in case you had any just burning questions. Uh, my main question was the the extra, like the actual like okay, workout routine because yeah, I, I don't have like I haven't done it in forever. But it seems like if, if twenty to forty five minutes seems like the golden spot for me. Like a uh, full body seems like also thing that I'd be into. Um, I, I, I like the idea of like knocking out as much as possible in two sittings as opposed to like stretching it over three or four days or whatever. Um, 
but yeah, like really just curating um, a good routine. Like I feel like I have the cardio stuff down pretty pat. My doctor was like, you don't need to run. I was like, great, because I ain't going to plan on doing running anyway. So like if walking can get me where I need to get to, like I'm going to keep doing that. So like really just supplementing in the strength. Um, they were really talking about like just now that you have like this, the core down, like really it's just about building and maintaining strength. Um, and that's really what I'm trying to focus on. Um, so any tips for that, please let me know. I would love some 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 stuff, some guidance. Oh, you know what? This okay. So I just listened to a, a Huberman Lab mm-hmm. um, uh, episode where they were talking about intermittent fasting and protein intake for building muscle. And this is like he was talking about um, the best time of day to ingest protein. Oh, okay. Has been found to be between five and ten a.m. Okay. So a lot of people that do intermittent fasting mm. usually start later because the easier meal to not have like mm-hmm. at, like out with friends or whatever it was like very social to have like dinner out mm-hmm. or, you know so it was like an easier one to just skip breakfast mm-hmm. kind of like you were saying. Now it's not like forever proven because yeah. that's the beauty and nightmare of nutrition <laughs> is that it is just like barely researched mm-hmm. and then announced mm-hmm. <laughs> and like and and treated like gospel. Mm-hmm. So, I would say do your own research there, mm-hmm. but it was an interesting um it was an interesting I hadn't heard that before yeah. and I know like most people that intermittent fast don't start eating until around 10 noon. It's like mm-hmm. definitely at the end of that window. Yeah, yeah. Um and he didn't say what time zone, so I don't know how you <laughs> want to do that, but uh, but five to ten a.m. was like when you got like the most like kind of bang for your buck with mm. how your body was five a.m. Um, taking that's protein amazing. in. Yeah, wake up at four fifty. Great news for Rock, the for the Rock Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, yeah baby. And then wor- the worst news for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here in the Iron Playground, baby. Yeah, we had got my tequila with me. Thing. Yeah. Terramana. <laughs> <laughs> my energy drink and my tequila. Yeah, Who yeah. wants to rage? I do. Yeah. I do. The Rock. What um what's his comic book he's got coming out? Uh, uh what movie is it? Oh, Black Adam, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were shooting it the they were shooting on the same lot that they were shooting She-Hulk and I was like, "Did you see anything from it?" No, I didn't see. I mean, besides just like some PA that was like pointing people to like where costuming was, but I was like uh, they definitely had like the biggest, like one of the biggest sections on the lot. So I'm assuming they, they got tons of money just flowing oh, yeah. in to let the, I mean, I'm sure if that was also dedicated to like his personal like workout space, probably like they probably had like a whole fucking air hang hanger that was just like full of his free weights. He could work out. I had to guess <laughs> he's just chains. That's where that tire yeah. went from your film school. He has it. Yeah. Yeah. They flew them all in. He's so buff now. <laughs> it's really the only thing he can do is this kind of, you know, yeah. He he, because he was huge for wrestling, and then he kind of got m- tried to look a little more normal for a while to mm-hmm. do more movie stuff, and then he's just like, you know what? I'm just gonna get yeah. I'm gonna lean in. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna be he superhero ripped, and like that's just gonna be like my my brand for the rest of my life until like my heart yeah. goes out. Yeah, yeah, because even like the Jungle Cruise, like he's got like the little like kerchief on and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's just like he's <laughs> mass. Yeah, there's, like, there's so much mass, you know. It's like there's just so much clothing you have to put around him to make him. Like yeah. look like a, a a human being. He's wearing suits and stuff. I saw a picture of him with like a suit on, like in his private jet. Hell yeah, we're talking about skyscraper too. Got the whole team here, and there's like forty people like in the jet talk yeah. with like binders talking about skyscraper too. It's never even been released. Um, but he uh, he had like a like a blue suit on, and like his calves were like 
bulging in. I was like, did he get sewn God. into this suit? Like, how would he put it on? He might have. There's a he might have. I mean, I, I have a suit that fits. I can barely fucking get it on. Like, I couldn't imagine like having like. Not, how do you get your calves in that suit? There's a. Uh, there's, Is it like lycra? Maybe. Is it just like yeah. a sort of a spandexy <laughs> yeah. suit? There's a. There's this anime called JoJo's. Uh, it was called a. Uh, 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 Baki the Grappler. Look it up when you get some time. It is the most hypervascular looking men that that are enormous. That they look. The Rock looks like those characters. Like they're okay. they're too big. They're too muscular. Like the suits look bizarre on them because they're all like six foot six and like three hundred fifty pounds of just like pure uncut muscle. And you're like, this could not be a human being. And then you see the Rock. You're like, oh, this is what it yeah. looks like if it was in the real life. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. That's amazing. I got to get some anime recommendations because my my kid loves it. Oh yeah, my how old kid, your kid now? Eleven. Oh yeah, they're just getting but into that that age. Yeah, I he watches e- everything though. Yeah, he watched Squid Game, so you don't have to worry about <laughs> yeah, it. They're pretty lawless over at the Stanger side. Oh so. yeah, dude, I'll fuck you up. Yeah, I'll, I'll slide. I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 leave on you some some wrecks. I think the I think your kid All will right. dig it. All right. Well, hey, uh, Zig, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Um, people should watch, you know, Rick and Morty, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She watch Hulk. all those stuff. She-Hulk, Futurama, whenever that comes out. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah. Know, new season coming out. You worked on that. Yeah, yeah. That that I don't. I think it comes out 2023, 20, I think. I know it's a while because it's animated, so it's not going to be this year, yeah. but at some point next year. Uh, oh, but check out uh, Spider-Punk. I, I wrote a comic that's comes out in April. Um, it's just... Spider-Man, if he was a punk rock with a bunch of punk rock kids, and it's just him fucking up shit in the punk rock world. And uh, I had a lot of fun writing it and making a playlist for it. So check that out when it comes out in April. Oh, cool. Wow. And so the playlist, so you reference the songs. Is it a comic book or a cartoon? It's a it's a comic book, but I, but I made you, a four, five issue comic book. And a part of it was like, I just made a, my own Spotify playlist to like write it. And then I was like, hey, can we release this for each issue? And they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? So like you'll get like a, a, a actual like seven song playlist. And then like the issue every time that it drops for the next for those like five months that it comes out. It's very. Oh, fun. that sounds amazing. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, super fun, dude. God, that's, that's really cool. That's so creative. Mm-hmm. You're very creative. My husband is going to like this. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna hell like, yeah. I'm going to give it to him, I think. Oh, I'm yeah. I'll, I'll, sl- I'll slide you, I'll, I'll slide you some, some issues. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah, my gosh. I yeah. Got you. Like a cool wife, yeah. which I'm always you know, <laughs> trying so hard. I mean, yeah, we, we all know your cool wife. You, you told the story about you know the how you got your coffee and everything and being the, the fast ride. Yeah, you, we, we get it. No, you're, you're selling yeah, past yeah, the pitch. The we get it. Cool yeah. Knife safety. <laughs> yeah, knife safety. What are you? Yeah. yeah, but sciv- scissor carelessness. I'm a, I'm a nightmare. I need to come back through with this Spider-Man. It'll make me better, you know? <laughs> On behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we are the Dumbbells and our wonderful guest today, Cody Ziegler. We'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. I added a syllable in there somewhere. See if you guys can find the syllable (laughs) I added somewhere in there. They will. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.